Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast. So, as I've been saying in every episode lately, the next intake of the Nourish, Move and Shine program is happening next week. So Monday the 15th of May, we are kicking things off. Nourish, Move and Shine is my group coaching, which is specifically designed for busy ladies. And it's about building healthy, sustainable habits in a step-by-step approach to help you reach your goals. There are workouts included, um, food lists, recipe books, WhatsApp group support, weekly check-ins, and so much more. All the details are on my website or on my socials, which you will find in the show notes. So do contact me, don't think it's too late. And if you're listening back to this, you can always contact me and find out when the next intake is happening as they happen every eight weeks. So 15th of May, the next intake after that will be mid-July. So into today's episode, I want to discuss a little bit why you need to eat more to lose body fat. So I know that sounds a little bit contradictory, but it's something that I've really learned over the past um. I suppose the past few months really something I always knew I knew it was important to eat plenty of calories I knew that we shouldn't be eating 1200 1400 you know that it, it should be higher and we should be trying to optimize um how much we can eat and just get into a smaller deficit because it is more sustainable over time but in recent months since I've been doing uh, working with my own coach as if any of you've been listening will know um I've just been really surprised at just how many calories that I can eat and still lose body fat and I think we'd all be a little bit surprised if we put a little bit of structure in place and um, actually just kind of used it as knowledge as power start tracking what we are eating see where we're at are we gaining weight but like how many how much calories are we actually eating when we do track everything um, and I'm not saying that we need to track everything forever but it's if food is something that causes you guilt or if food is something that um, is causing you stress and um, if you feel like you're restricting or you feel like you're overeating or you feel like you're binging and restricting um, knowledge is power so it's about starting to track tracking honestly without any guilt attached and just using it as information to be like okay this is where I'm at this is what I'm consuming and let's go from here and just take it as information as data it doesn't have to be something that you associate your your self-worth with or you know it doesn't make you a bad person if you haven't got this area of your life figured out because let's be fair none of us have all areas of our lives figured out and we need to remember all the other areas that we're holding together as well so anyway i so anyone who has been following me on social media or has been listening to these or reading any of my stuff that i send out by email um i put up progress pictures so i emailed them out there recently and they're on my page as well of the progress that i've made since after christmas now the two photos the weight is pretty much the same because i'm not looking like i realized that my weight is in and around 64 kg and that's a perfectly healthy weight to be and so i'm not looking to be particularly lighter but what i am looking to is get a little bit stronger tighten things up a little bit and just kind of see push myself with strength and with building a bit of muscle and seeing how my body responds so that's where i've been at so to reach where i got i've gotten to so far i have been eating 2680 calories um and 
with that I've kind of been you know up and down a little bit with weight but in general it's in my body weight has come down a little bit and um, but I've lost quite a significant amount of body fat and gained muscle at the same time so um I have a holiday booked in August and we are working towards that I was like I'd like to feel really at my best for this holiday in August so he's like right we're upping the calories so now for the next few weeks we are really gone into a muscle building phase now he my coach doesn't like to call it um a muscle building phase he calls it an improvement phase which I like because it is it's about improving your energy improving your health improving everything and so I'm now on 2970 calories a day and when I tell you that is actually (laughs) it is a little bit of a struggle I have to um plan ahead like I have to plan ahead to make sure that I spread them out throughout the day so I don't end up having to eat so much just before going to bed to hit those calories. Now, it's important to note when I'm talking about these numbers, everyone's numbers are different. So this is very much specific to me and you need to work with a coach to find out what your own personal calories are, particularly when it goes into a case of a muscle building or improvement phase. So he's pushing the limits here and he's trying to see what response my body is getting from this so we're trying to build as much muscle until probably the end of may then we're going to gradually start taking the calories down a little bit lose any excess body fat that i may have gained and strip things back a little bit and see what muscle we've built so far which is there and that goal will be till august and then when i get back i'll obviously let loose on my holidays as i recommend everyone does and then when i get back from my holidays more than likely we'll go into another improvement muscle building phase for the winter but we'll see so my point is we shouldn't always be trying to be skinny um i'm now on 2970 calories it takes a bit of an effort but um i'm in i think we've reached the tipping point this week because with my coaching i'm um weighing myself every day and not as a measure of progress so much as just as information to see how my body's responding and day-to-day looking at day-to-day fluctuations over the space of a long period of time is really interesting but um my weight is finally starting to go up and it's supposed to be going up I was starting to get a little bit worried about myself I was like how am I not gaining weight on this amount of calories have I got a tapeworm or something but I am at the weight is starting to go up now which is what it's supposed to because we are looking we're looking for those extra calories to go to the muscles so that I am building a little bit so that is what the goal is for me at the minute so with 2970 calories I am aiming for 140 grams of protein and 400 grams of carbohydrates and I thought grand 400 grand grams of carbs but that's actually really hard to hit and considering I'm someone who loves pasta I love rice I love bread you know pasta and rice are included every week in my diet bread every day and um, potatoes like I have chocolate every evening I was like no problem but 400 grams of carbs is kind of hard to do 140 grams of protein is kind of my standard what I'd hit and with any client like obviously it depends uh, client to client depends on their goals it depends on their body size as well um, as to how much protein I would recommend and I don't tend to with most clients I t- don't tend to get that specific we just work on getting you know a palm sized portion of protein into every meal just or just getting protein of some sort into every meal is a huge step which will in general bring most people up over the 100 gram mark and I think once we're kind of hitting over 100 grams of protein we're on the right track so but I'm aiming for 140 because obviously I'm looking to build muscle 
and um it's funny I was I have a video up there on my socials from a few weeks ago where I was saying three things or five things I can't remember that I include in my diet every day or every week to hit oh, every day to hit 140 grams of protein and on Facebook someone um commented under it um with the argument that too much protein is uh, really bad for you and that it's going to cause disease in my body and uh, now it turns out that this person has a very uh, vegan mindset and is arguing the point that you can get enough protein from plant-based sources so i am not going down that dark rabbit hole and i think it is very much about you know there's there's nothing wrong with with adapting adapting adopting the vegan lifestyle if that suits you um i do think if you are vegan that you need to put an extra bit of energy into making sure that your protein is high enough so that you're keeping your muscles healthy your muscle cells healthy you're keeping your body strong and that it's not going to lead to further problems as you age that you're actually getting enough protein but this person's argument was that we you know as we get older we really need to focus on fiber and plant-based foods which i 100 percent agree with and this is my point i'm still hitting 140 grams of protein i strongly disagree that that's causing any disease in my body if anything it's making me stronger it's helping with my lifts which is helping with my bone density and uh, my muscle um, health and the muscle cell structure everything is improving by um keeping my protein high enough my 400 grams of carbohydrates is more than enough to make sure that i'm hitting the fiber requirements needed and we'll go into that in a whole other episode about fiber but fiber is important and this is why i strongly encourage people to eat a rainbow so to include as many colorful vegetables as they can into their diet bulk up their meals with plenty of fruit and vegetables and then whole grain carbohydrates where possible so you know oats weedabix brown bread over white if you can brown pasta and rice over white if you can doesn't always have to be the case you know they're similar calories but just to keep the, the fiber high and then it's really important to get loads of water in there on top of all that fiber so you don't just like stuff yourself like a i don't know like a sausage that can't squeeze out the other end so it needs you need water to flush everything through so that is in relation to the whole protein thing so i find with it's obviously way easier to get the balance right when you have more calories and um, but it is i'll get into that a little bit more anyway further on but back to the point of needing to eat more to lose body fat um the main thing that i would say is that or one of the main things that i've really come across with people is when they start coaching with me and um, there's a lot of people coming from diet culture and it's they automatically think that they need to be on 1200 calories um to lose body fat and i you know when i heard pts talking about this before online i thought oh is this just this gimmick now that everyone is saying but it's actually true there are a lot of people out there who think they should be on 1200 1400 calories to lose body fat and yes like if you, if you consume 1200 calories every day you will lose body fat and you will lose it quite quickly but the problem with that, okay, is as well as losing body fat, you're losing every bit of joy left in your life. You're losing your energy levels. You're losing muscle tissue. You're losing strength. You're losing brain power. Absolutely everything. You are literally becoming malnourished by eating that. And I don't know any anyone who's listening. I don't know what height you are, what age you are, what weight you are. So I can't tell you exactly what calories you should be on. But no adult should be on 1200 calories they just should not it is not enough to thrive 
this is the one thing I've, I've robbed from um, Larry Doyle, which I absolutely love. We're looking to thrive, not just survive. Um, I absolutely love that. And I will make sure that I keep giving him the credit for it. But it's so, so fucking true. Um, so with 1200 calories, yeah. Okay, you might end up, if you eat 1200 calories, you might end up losing a stone in a month or something. But the pro- as well as obviously losing the will to live, you're not going to be able to sustain that okay so you're either resigning yourself to a life of misery if you are really really disciplined and you do stick to it you will lose everything you love in life because you won't be able to do anything while sticking to those calories and then you'll have constant anxiety of trying to maintain the body weight that you've maintained that you have gained by sticking to this calorie deficit which is going to just lead to first of all body dysmorphia issues um, issues around food and just not actually be able to enjoy the size that you have become and then well for most people what will happen is you won't be able to, to sustain that myself included um, and you will give up you'll end up binging because your body will subconsciously be trying to refeed itself from the starvation mode you've given it you'll end up back where you started if not putting on more weight then you'll feel guilty and then you're back in that cycle and you'll feel more hopeless than ever so what I want to say, if this sounds at all familiar, it is not your fault. This is literally diet culture. And there are big businesses out there making money off us by keeping us in this vicious cycle of giving us our goals, helping us reach our goals in a quite restrictive manner, knowing well that it's going to be nearly impossible to keep and that they're creating this issue of, of us always needing them. And then you're constantly in this cycle of going back for more. So it is not you it is diet culture but i'm here to tell you that it is simply just a case of making a shift in mindset it is honestly i know it's not as easy but it is simple it is as simple as making that mindset that mindset shift so i'm going to show you how to make this shift in mindset okay the first thing is you need to look at losing body fat as an experiment, okay? When we read calories on food labels, it is, you know, it's accurate enough, but it is still a bit of an estimate. When we figure out how many calories, whether with a coach or whether, you know, you you have enough information yourself to be able to do that accurately, or you get help from someone who's telling you what you should be on for your height, weight, activity levels, age, and so on, um, it is still very much an estimate. So when you start on calories, it is a starting point. You're going to see, first of all, are you able to stick to those calories or are they a little bit unrealistic? If they, if you're finding it too difficult to stick to those calories, it, you have to up them a little bit. You need to find a place where you are actually able to manage. Another great way to do this is to actually just start tracking where you are now so don't change anything about your diet so if you're literally feeling really hopeless nothing's fucking working just get my fitness pal and start tracking your calories where you're at now you won't need to track calories forever but we're using it as um education okay we're using it to get the information that we need start tracking everything you eat and be honest to yourself don't honest with yourself don't attach any guilt to it just see what you're eating see what it adds up to and it gives you that starting point so now all you need to do is eat a little bit less than you were eating before and at the start that's going to be enough so what i'd always recommend is taking things down by about 300 calories is a good way to go so if you can figure out where your maintenance is at 
and get about 300 under that that's a really really good place to be so i would argue most of us are going to be in and around 2500 mark so taking it down by 300 calories is still going to keep you up above the 2000 calorie mark so that's a huge difference to 1200 and a much more better a much better quality of life to be able to stick to 2000 calories 1800 calories even it depends it depends on the person depends on you know if someone is in a desk job all day and um, if they're a little bit older they might need a little bit less calories than someone who's a little bit younger it like it all very much depends um, a bigger person will have more calories than a smaller person um again these are things that i work out individually for clients but knowing where you are to begin with what are you consuming now quite honestly and taking a week of literally just just writing down everything you eat without changing anything um into my fitness pal and seeing it can be a real eye opener um but it's important not to literally push yourself to the brink of like you know losing the will to live being like oh my god this is all i'm eating it doesn't matter um but the thing is once we do that we can start making changes we can bring it down slightly we can be like okay do you know what i could probably not eat all of this chocolate in the evening i can reduce it to this amount i can put and uh, make sure i'm having a breakfast here so that i'm not eating loads of cake at lunchtime you know there's lots of little adjustments but until you have the awareness around what's going on and um, it's very hard to change so yes seeing it as an experiment and adjusting as you go is the first step the next one is to realize that we actually all do have a physical limit to the amount of food that we can eat i know some of you will be listening and be like kate you're wrong I, i'm a bottomless pit i could keep going but i promise you if we start adjusting and focusing a little bit more on the quality rather than the quantity yeah if we focus on the quality of the food that we're eating we'll end up crowding things out and that's the beauty of it so i promise you if you can manage to make these little changes now what we don't want to do is you don't want to break food into good food versus bad food there is no and uh, like brian Keane always says food has no morals which is true that you know there is no good food and, and bad food there is food that is more nutrient dense there is food that is going to make you feel fuller for longer there is food that is going to help that is going to help with keeping you a bit healthier than other foods but that doesn't mean there isn't a place for it all within your diet so in order to focus on crowding out what you need to do this is what you need to do you need to eat more I, the amount of people i know that go all day without eating until like lunchtime dinner time dinner time even like i would be dead if i got up in the morning and didn't eat until dinner time like i would die <laughs> um three balanced meals a day getting a breakfast in getting a lunch in and getting a dinner in that can take a little bit of organization if your lifestyle is really busy but it is worth it it doesn't even have to be a huge breakfast and lunch if you find that hard to bring in but making that improvement so you want to get a breakfast a lunch and a dinner depending on your schedule if you work night shifts then those meals might be in the middle of the night and that's okay it depends on how your schedule works but space them out so that you're getting enough food regularly throughout the day if you prefer to eat little and often that's fine because that's often an argument should i be doing intermittent fasting should i be eating mini meals all throughout the day you know should i be eating six mini meals a day should i be having three meals a day i feel like three meals a day is a good place to start 
because it leaves a little bit of flexibility if you you prefer to eat more often you can split it into four or five meals if you want if you prefer to eat a little bit less you can if you like to have a kind of more of a gap you know if you don't like to eat too early in the morning you can have have a late breakfast and a slightly later lunch and a dinner and you know find the right gap between your meals but you need to try and get you don't want to go from morning until dinner without food and the reason why you don't want to do that is you are depriving your body so much that when you do have your dinner you then experience the cravings afterwards because your body is in refeed mode it is like my blood sugar levels hit so low that i am now trying to constantly like your body is trying to get it back if that makes sense and that's where a lot of people experience cravings it also happens if you know if it's very kind of poor quality food throughout the day and you know it's constant sugar highs and lows highs and lows highs and lows and there's no kind of good um, quality food in there to stabilize the blood sugar levels a bit it leads to awful cravings so but that is totally i know people listening to this will have serious some of the people will have serious issues with cravings i promise you getting those regular meals in place is going to be to be an absolute game changer for you with those meals as well you when i say balanced you should try and include a palm sized portion of protein with each meal so that is the size of the palm of your hand it's a really good measure because your palm of your hand in proportion to your body should be a good um good measure so one to two palms with every meal so let's for argument's sake say say at least one palm of protein per meal so for example in my breakfast i have my overnight weedabix so i have well i've for way more than one palm of protein than that probably but like a scoop of protein powder that would count as a palm sized portion of protein um my 100 grams of greek yogurt that goes on top would be the second palm so i'd have two palms of protein with my breakfast but you know greek yogurt so 100 grams of greek yogurt would be a palm sized portion um a scoop of protein powder would be a palm sized portion um with lunch i would have two to three eggs two eggs would be a palm sized portion of protein in my eyes um, again i'd have my overnight oats and there'd be greek yogurt and that as well so i would use greek yogurt again and uh, so there'd be two pan two portions of protein there in my lunch and then dinner a chicken fillet you know a turkey burger um 200 grams of mince all of this would be a palm sized portion of protein at least uh, per meal so there you've got breakfast lunch dinner um and you get the protein and the protein is going to help you feel fuller for longer it's also going to help to stabilize your blood sugar levels and if you are training in the gym or training at home it is going to help with your muscle repair because when you're tr- when you are resistance training you're breaking down your muscle tissue and then your muscle tissue repairs and gets firmer and gets bigger and helps you look leaner and more toned that's what you're doing you need protein to help with this process it's going to help with all of this muscle growth but muscle repair too and injury prevention so protein is really really important as well as that we need to include carbohydrates we do not need to cut out carbohydrates to lose body fat if anything we need lots of it and uh, carbohydrates also pe- ple- i don't know what's wrong with, me with my speech today uh, they also play um a really important part in muscle growth so we need plenty of carbs we need it also for energy so i'm i've become a little bit more loose on this lately you know that i'll, I'll include white carbs in my diet because i enjoy it and that we'll talk a little bit about including things you enjoy as well but in the context of getting fiber 
into your diet um whole grain carbohydrates are a great way to go brown rice brown pasta brown bread i've talked a little bit about this porridge oats weedabix that kind of stuff don't be afraid to include that stuff and um, carbohydrates potatoes sweet potatoes great way to get really good nutrients into your body you need it for energy if you're running around after kids if you are working a full-time job and if you're trying to get workouts or walks in whatever it is that you're doing you need energy for that you won't be able to keep it up if you're not eating carbohydrates it is our body's preferred um, method of producing energy i don't even know if i'm saying that right it's our pre- preferred <laughs> uh, source of energy comes from carb- carbohydrates so um, really really important to get them in then we also need healthy fats so again diet culture can be to blame for us fearing fat and don't be afraid to eat avocado don't be afraid to eat nuts don't be afraid to eat peanut butter don't be afraid to use oil in your cooking and these healthy fats are really really important there are some vitamins that we consume so a d e and k vitamin a vitamin d vitamin e and vitamin k cannot be absorbed in the body without the presence of fat so if you are on a zero fat diet you will you will be deficient on those four vitamins so they are fat soluble vitamins and they are needed and fat is needed in the in the diet to be able to absorb them and funnily enough a lot of the foods that contain fat in it also contain those vitamins so it it's really important to include now the thing about fat is yes fat can be higher in calories so like nuts have higher calorie density as does oil as does the likes of avocado but so it's just a case of weighing them out so that that you include a little bit but don't cut it out altogether because it's also really needed for brain health you know for mental clarity and for protecting your organs and um definitely look into supplementing with a fish oil is another great way to keep your healthy fats up because that's your omega-3 fatty acids so unless you're eating good quality fish twice a week i would recommend um supplementing with fish oil it's going to make a huge difference to your to to everything basically (laughs) Um, and then the last thing to to keep your your diet balanced would be plenty of color so don't start including loads of shit you don't like but there are thousands of vegetables out there you will 100% find stuff that you enjoy get as much color into your day as you can in the form of fruit and vegetables and the colors are the the micronutrients the phytonutrients it's the phytochemicals should i say the micronutrients and it's really really important that we get a nice wide range of color because it's literally nature's multivitamin so don't be kind of thinking oh i don't you're not going to track calories in your non-starchy veg you just want to bulk everything up it's going to help you feel fuller it's also going to help with fiber and like i said lots of those nutrients that we need to keep super healthy so protein carbs healthy fats and plenty of color into your three meals now saying that in breakfast i I don't i don't some people are great for getting like spinach or courgette or anything into their actual breakfast i could not do that for the life of me i cannot stomach vegetables in the morning so my color comes from the berries that i put onto my weedabix and that's fine you can you can kind of catch up on vegetables at lunch and at dinner um and you can even snack on on chopped vegetables as well so again protein carbs healthy fats and color and colorful fruit and veg in every meal and i promise you you will have crowded out so much you'll be eating so much more you will feel fuller you will have more energy you will not experience cravings anymore after a while and the thing is you've got these three meals i haven't once said you're going to stop eating chocolate you're going to stop eating crisps 
you're going to still include some of those things at a time of the day where you enjoy it most people it's usually when they've their kids to bed and even time they sit down and watch an episode or whatever they're watching on netflix and that is perfect you now don't need that food you, you now don't crave that food but you look forward to it because you enjoy it and it's part of maybe sitting down with your partner or sitting down by yourself for your alone time that you enjoy in your week and that is perfectly okay same with a takeaway at the weekend if that is something that you really enjoy that's something that can fit into your healthy balanced diet um but it is just so important to get those basics in place in your everyday life because you are what you do every day not what you do every now and again which is really important to remember you won't experience the cravings you will have more control and you will be able to enjoy the foods that you enjoy in moderation you won't have as much space for endless amounts of chocolate endless amounts of crisps when you are so full of all of the other stuff that you've put into your body all day which is like fueling it you're fueling your body food is fuel that's literally what we need it for to like to perform at our best to be the best parents we can be to be the best um workers that we can be to be the best athletes um gym goers whatever it is to, to be the best version of ourselves physically we need to fuel our body with a three good balanced meals throughout the day with those four things in it and you all you need to include stuff you enjoy you need to include some white carbohydrates if you enjoy them so you know if white toast and butter is something you enjoy include it in there somewhere and if chocolate with your cup of tea in the evening is what you enjoy include it in there somewhere if you enjoy a couple of glasses of wine include it in there but it's all about balance and i promise you the difference you're going to notice as well as um not experiencing as much cravings you will also have more energy to give more output you're more likely to actually want to go to the gym or you want to go to your fitness class or want to get out for your walk when you have more energy to do so when you don't feel like shit all the time and um, like i said earlier we, we were looking to thrive it's also you're probably thinking jesus that's going to be an awful lot of food it is also 100% going to end up being way less calories than if you're just eating whatever you want all the time without any awareness around it suddenly you're putting structured meals in place you it, it will be less calories than what you're eating before and if you're someone who restricts just say someone who does already track calories and you're like no yeah i'm on 1400 calories um and i'll say are you on 1400 calories seven days a week and very very few people that i've ever spoken to are actually on 1400 calories seven days a week they're on 1400 calories monday tuesday wednesday sometimes thursday they're really good sometimes friday but there's always at least two days a week where they don't track and what happens then is it's the cheat day or it's the cheat weekend or i just didn't track this weekend i had a lot on they then attach the guilt to the weekend and they bring it into the following week where they're restricting again and you're actually pro you you're going to be consuming more calories in that cycle of misery than if you actually ate 2000 calories every single day or 2200 calories every single day seven days a week and the thing is when your calories are higher you're actually able to track seven days a week the weekends are not a problem you don't have that guilt you don't have that anxiety of being like oh well i have this coming up you're like oh, jesus i have so many fucking calories of course i can go out and enjoy myself because that's life and i'm supposed to go out and enjoy myself and when you start tracking even if you are slightly over at the weekend 
um, your calories if you're kind of tracking as you go or you know you get back you're like oh I had this this and you, you track back it's way better usually than what you thought and if obviously it's going to look way over than 1400 calories that you're trying to keep to whereas if you're on 2200 calories and you had 3000 calories that day it's only 800 calories over which is only slightly over 100 calories extra a day which is nothing you know it like it really does add up um what else did i want to say on that before we finished up finish up on that yeah it's just re yes high calories seven days a week get rid of the cheat day start tracking everything detach that guilt and though yet now i remember what my point was i do this all the time i lose my train of thought and with your calories just say you're on 2000 calories a day seven days a week seven twos are 14 so that's 14,000 i'm going to write this down to go 14,000 calories a week so you just say on so you have 2000 just say on saturday night you go out and you accidentally eat an extra thousand calories so 3000 calories so you have now instead of having 14,000 calories over the week you've had 15,000 calories over the week right but let's say your maintenance is at 2,400 calories. So 2,400 calories for maintenance. And four is a 28, seven two is a 14, I'm doing maths here as we speak, okay? So your maintenance calories for the week is probably at about 17,000 calories. So by having the extra 1,000 calories on that dinner out on that Saturday night, you've still only consumed 15,000 calories and your maintenance is at about 17,000 calories. So you're still 2,000 calories under your maintenance for the week which means you're still going to lose body fat so do you see how when we detach that guilt and we suddenly just take control and be like actually take accountability be like let's let's look at the information let's look at what i'm consuming let's look at what i'm doing what can i do to adjust to optimize this for me to feel better first of all and actually look at the numbers and be like okay we're thinking of it over a week when i'm not restricting i'm trying to just get a handle on what I'm eating, bring myself into a slight calorie deficit and do it over time. Don't fall into the trap of trying to get it quickly because nothing worth keeping is gotten easily. It takes, like it does take time, but it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it on the way. Like this is, it is literally so liberating to be making progress while feeling good, while enjoying yourself, while learning new things about yourself. It is the best feeling in the world. So, that is the secret tracking seven days ditching the ditching the cheat day and getting a bit of balance including your three meals in and eating more crowding out the crap i say crowding out the crap we're not calling it crap but um, crowding out the less calorie dense foods with the more with the sorry the less nutrient dense foods with the more nutrient dense foods we want to get as much fuel into our bodies and then a bit of what we enjoy and thrown in there as well so if you would like some help with this style of coaching this is literally my style of coaching so with nourish move and shine starting next week on monday the 15th this is the kind of structure that you will be receiving with my coaching and i also do one-to-one online coaching so if you would like to learn more about doing it in a more personalized manner you can contact me about that as well i will include all my details in the show notes and um i will chat to you all next week have a lovely week <laughs>